Hello, everybody, and thank you for pushing and uh, pushing yes on the hot box show. It's episode 194 tonight, and welcome to the hot box show studio, coming to you live and unpredictable from the jazz farm. And tonight we've got a full studio. It's really nice. You can't see there, but we've got an awesome audience. We've got a special guest tonight, and we've got Dale. And Dan and Charles is still with us up from Cape Town. So it's really nice. There's a really nice kiss in the studio tonight. And the, the team have actually had a wonderful day. We went to go and visit Russ Tabo and his friends Dudu and TK and another Rasta brother in Soweto today. So if we're looking a little bit pale and, um, and tired, it's because we've been up since early going through to visit our brothers and sisters in Soweto. Um, we'll tell you all about our day in Soweto tonight on the show. We will also look at uh, a funny a prohibitionist abomination where that involves synthetic THC. And we'll tell you a bit more about that in CBD and N2 a bit later. But first of all, we do have our poll and it relates to this CBD DNN article. If synthetic THC was readily available, would you buy it? You can vote in our poll on Facebook only. Please go and click whether you would buy this synthetic THC. It's made in a lab, so it probably has a label. No, you wouldn't buy it? Or maybe, yeah, you would. You'd maybe try it. Or, you know. Never. No, no, Never. no, no, no. Not a chance. Never. Yeah? Why? No. 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 I can grow it for free. I know what's exactly, and I know. I know. Exactly. I've done exactly. synthetic drugs, but that was that, and this is now. But yeah. why do you think people are going to do this? Why would well, you want to make be, It's, it's going to be uh, in, like an easy access to the masses, to people yeah. that, for instance, if they need to make it and just take it somewhere where it's we'll not really more. available, <coughs> they will yeah. need it somewhere. They'll find somewhere where people will be like, it's a cheap version of yeah. THC that they can get. And it's unregulated. <coughs> it's not legal. Exactly. So the Facebook poll answers yes, no, maybe on the synthetic THC. I think we can sort of predict what that poll is going to <laughs> is going to look like. But go and vote anyway because it shows audience participation, and that's what we really like. And another thing that you can do to participate from the comfort of your co couch, uh, smoking your bong or spliff or munching on an edible or whatever you're doing while you're watching the show, you can also. Uh, head over to our Instagram competition and you can enter there by uh, using the hashtag uh, hotboxshow for We use two hashtags, hotboxshow and hotboxshowza as well as the, the tags. If people tag our profile, we'll also look at those photos. Okay, I always seem to stumble on what to tag in the Instagram photograph. But um, we'll be bringing you those, uh, the results of that later, and our studio guests will be cho choosing the winners. And the winner, of course, gets a really, really nice uh, prize, courtesy of the Fields of Greenfall office. Because as you know... And Cookie Man Bakery. And Cookie Man Bakery has sent us special, special gifts for this month of October, and it being Halloween. So there's all sorts of like, there's a brown paper bag. I haven't looked into it, but I'm sure it's completely, completely yummy. Halloween. So, Halloween, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and then Jo will be bringing us one of her amazing shit or lit uh, little inserts later in the evening. But first, let's get back to Soweto. So Charles uh, came with us today, and Boomschlang, and Joe, and Amy, and we headed off to go and meet Russ Tabo. Now, Tabo Vader is um, alias Kekana, uh, has been part of the Fields of Green for All team for many years. He used to help Jules set up at the D-Day parties. And uh, one of the first D-Day parties, not the one in Mabaneng, but the one that we had, uh, the first one at Carfax. Mm. Tabo and his friends approached Jules and said, what can we help with, you know, just off the bat. And um, him and Jules really uh, struck up a very, very precious friendship. And I always used to be really touched when he used to always refer to Jules as my elder, my elder, you know. Um, and today I was being called Granny and Gorgo and all sorts. So it was. Now the reason why we went out to Soweto, we started off at the Credo Mutwa Cultural Village, which some of you may remember from the Soweto March a few years ago. Um, where we had a little march through the streets of Soweto and then we gathered at the Cradle Mutwa Centre and then the police arrived and arrested people. Um, 
it was a very South African um, kind of uh, incident because there were all of us white people and they only arrested black people and it was very, very disturbing. Uh, so it was nice to be back there on a happier note. The reason why we went there was to go and investigate what privacy is like in the township. You know, it's all very well us having this privacy judgment, but there's so many issues that face so many people in South Africa when it comes to assuring their privacy, because seeing as if this is the only thing that we, that we have to go on is all our constitutional judgment, that's all we've got. And we just feel that people who are not, uh, who, who don't have the money and people who don't have the knowledge or people who are really who are too paranoid about the police, uh, just don't want to take that extra step like they are doing all over the country and opening Dhaka private clubs. We find that there's a big reticence in the township and we went out to go and find out why. And so many people who don't even have gardens. Exactly. Mm. You know, they, can't exactly. Even, they can't even grow there in the ground in their garden. Yeah. We spoke to many, many people and there, there were no signs of any private clubs. Private clubs are usually quite private, but if you ask around in the cannabis community, you will find out if there's one. Yeah. And there, there weren't any. And I mean, I know that there's private clubs in small northern Cape Towns, you know, far away from everywhere. Um, but the denseness of the population in Soweto is, is um, it's, just a, it's just a reality. And most people on their property, they try and uh, squeeze in as many people as possible in order to maximize rentals and offer people places, places to stay. Well, certainly in the area of Soweto that we went, which was Orlando East, mm. they call it Dip Soweto. So it's like right in the center. Um, we had a great day and we uh, did a little bit of uh, filming at Kuala Mutwa and then we went to um, uh, Russ's house, who wasn't with our original group, and we went to go and have a look at some of his plants and speak to him about privacy and how easy it is to, to grow cannabis in the township. Uh, and then we went to Tabo's house and we did a little bit of filming there and then we went for an amazing lunch. So just some of the issues that we, that we covered and we're going to be bringing you a little short movie sometime soon, as soon as we can get the, the time to edit it. And the issues that we covered was that of privacy, space, security, pollution and quality. You know, at one point across the road from the restaurant where we went for lunch, there was a poor little sad dacha bush growing out there between the palisade fencing and, and just, you know, lots of really sif looking garbage and stuff around. So I think that even if you've got a nice neat garden and everything, if the pavement outside is, is full of rubbish or if the road has got sewerage or whatever, that is going to seep into the groundwater. And plus, we all know that Soweto was built on the mine dumps, you know? So this was, also something, this was also something that we were told that if you dig down into the soil, into the soil in the middle of Soweto, it's, it's not soil, it's like dust. They say it's very, not even sandy, it's dusty and shady and whatever. So I think the quality of the soil is, a, is really a problem out there. It's a, when you're driving into and leaving Soweto, you, you see lots of the, of the remaining mine dumps around there. So I think it really is a problem. The quality of the, of the soil itself and the, the seepage from pollution and also pollution in the air. Okay, it is that time of the year when it's quite dry and quite dusty, but uh, that's what we found out seemed to be a real problem. The thing uh, to do with ele electricity and indoor growing, um, we asked questions about dealing and what is so bad about trading in cannabis and what is the harm and what is the trade in cannabis meant to the people um, in, in that particular community in, in Soweto. A very, very hot topic was seed and clones. Seeds and clones. Where do we get the seeds from? Where do well? We first established that people in Soweto, a vast majority of them, so people said over 90% of people in Soweto, smoke weed that comes from either Swaziland or KZN or the Eastern Cape. So we know that. I mean, it's pretty obvious. So most people, if they are growing for for themselves, will grow bag seed, yeah. and bag seed gets very very big and it pokes over the wall. So some people train their plants, or some people just uh, leave them, and then they lose the, those top branches, you know, and then they, they get the bottom branches. Them off. 
yeah, and then they struggle with the bad soil, and you know of the bag seed from Swaziland, it shoots, mm. and it takes five months to flower and whatever. So, yeah. yeah. So seeds, um, uh, they also said that not many people in Soweto know anything about clones. There are a few indoor growers who are pushing out very, very high quality um, indoor in Soweto, but very few. They said they could count on their one hand about how many people they knew who were producing quality indoor. And, and most of that quality indoor was being produced with stolen <coughs> electricity, illegal connections and that. Because you couldn't be going through your pay-as-you-go meter. Yeah, and they struggle with power cuts. There's more than, power than we think there are. Yeah. Power cuts are common. Yeah. And then we also sp spoke about a variety of, of um, strains or cultivars, as we'd like to call them. Dif different delivery methods. Do people in Soweto dab? And they said, no, that's a very exclusive um, club where mm. people dab. He says, they are, hobby. they are. And, um, and like Tabo himself has learned how to extract because of the oil and he, he provides the oil in various forms in tinctures and in creams and in edibles to mainly old people. Okay. So that was interesting to see. So there are extracts in Soweto, but it's a very, very small club. And then we spoke a bit about different delivery methods. We spoke about the harms of cannabis. And why are we always going across this brick wall of cannabis is harmful and cannabis is harmful? Now, why is trade seen in a negative light? Yeah, We're trading exactly. medicine. What's exactly. wrong with that? Exactly. So that was our, our day in Soweto. We really, <coughs> had a, we really had a good time. And I think we planted the seed, as it were, for um, maybe the establishment of a Dhaka private club in Soweto. Of course, we're not going to be advertising it anywhere, but um, the talks are underway, and I think that if it starts and stays quite small and community-driven, I think that it could be um, quite a pilot project for South Africa. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a great, great day. And I think the community needs fun. support, though, with the club. Yes. Somebody needs to go and and be a, you know, drive the initiative to well, start. Well, I, I think that that's what we're going to do, you know? I mm. think that we will, we will always stay in touch with Tarbo and his brothers, um, and we'll, we'll, stay in t we'll stay in touch and just take it slowly and see what happens with the Hayes Club case in Cape Town. But just to plant the seed and get people talking about it, I think is very, very important. I don't think we have to rush into anything quite yet, because it has to be very, very carefully considered, because we all know the Soweto police, don't we? Yeah. yeah, we drove past them on the way out. Yeah, we did. I, mean, I even let the I even let the um, I even let the police go in front of me, and he said thank you. So that was quite nice. <laughs> so uh, that was our day, and so now we're going to move over to the Lank Dank Dank Cam <laughs> on a less serious note. On a less serious note, but to get a lot higher. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So we've got some pretty nice weed that was. Dropped off by a person. Let me get see that. Let me look there. But oh. well, obviously, a very good grower. <laughs> Those are really cute buds. Oh, they're so cute, Oof. but they pack a punch, eh? They're full of trappings. This is creamsicle, they're saying. It's creamsicle from Jungle Boys. Does it have a vanilla overtone, maybe? Um, it's creamsicle. That's full of crystals. Like cream soda. It looks the most, it's probably the look of it that they got the oh. name from. It is ridiculously covered. So, so Dale, when you say when you say full of crystals, trichomes, what does so that mean? Trichomes are the crystallized glands that produce the cannabinoids. Basically, the part of the plant that contains the most cannabinoids. There you go. That's cannabis, where we're getting our oil from. Cannabis yeah. 101 moment for the show. <laughs> so we're going to smoke a whole lot of crystals, a lot of trichromes, and yeah, and there's even some dabs we've got here for the table. Some dabs. Mm, and that fudge. dab, what kind of dab is it? I think it's, uh, sure. It was a harvest mix. Harvest mix? Yeah, oh. just harvest mix the best okay. kind. Yeah. Oh, I feel like a dab. You just need to fill the chamber with many different varieties. Yeah, you think, fill up, <laughs> whatever your trim was, you just stick that into the chamber and extract that. Make sure you know, don't waste nothing. Exactly. <laughs> we actually um, were had a, had a look at some damn pens that the guys in Soweto had um, today. Yeah, really nice, really nice dab pens that they were using the extracts that they'd made themselves. Really nice flavors and That's great. Yeah, very yeah. smooth and, and all that. So there's this little click, little click there. That's can be done. It's great. Yeah. So thanks for that, Dan. You're gonna mm -hmm. roll us one. Yeah, I'll roll one. Okay, great. 
And then in other news today, our first CBN, CBDNN report for the day. So it came on our newsfeed this week that, remember the promised hemp permits that were being launched in October? And then about two weeks, I think it was 10 days ago, yeah. the hemp permits were launched, okay? And you could apply on the Department of uh, Agriculture's website. You could download the forms and the requirements and everything. And some people, I don't think we were particularly excited about it, but some people were quite excited because we've been waiting for a long time. Then one of the groups that I belong to, somebody posted this letter. Postponement of the Eastern Cape Hemp Permit Study Group meeting okay, that was scheduled on the 19th of October 2021 at the DRDAR offices in Kongha, in the Great Kai local municipality. So we know that they're pushing the whole idea of industrial cannabis quite hard in the Eastern Cape, but it is highly contested there because a lot of the people are uh, worried about the, the legacy growers down there. But there, you know, the Eastern Cape is quite a big province and there probably is a lot of space for industrial cannabis if they place it quite carefully. So they were going to have this meeting, but then it was postponed. Due to the advice from the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, National Hemp Permit Office, that all hemp permit guidelines and application forms have been withdrawn from the Dalrod website with immediate effect. That South Africa has to wait for the pronouncement of the Dalrod Minister on that matter. Dalrad will engage the Eastern Cape and other provinces, thank you very much, thank you, <laughs> on the matter after the pronouncement of the Dalrad minister. Till then, many blessings and kindest greetings, Mondi Sontana. So there goes another whole year, at least. Another whole year. What a fucking joke. Uh, yeah, at least they stuck the promise of launching it in October. It was a But is it a big surprise? It wasn't even 10 days. It wasn't even a week. So they didn't even follow the protocols of that the minister had to announce that, I presume that that's what they mean. But you know, it, the name Monty Sontana, um, I don't think there's very much chance that he's watching tonight. And with all due respect, uh, Mr. Sontana, ha Sontana has been part of hemp in South Africa for very, very many years. Remember those first hemp research license permits that mm. I think the first one was issued in the late 90s, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This man has been around since then. And we met uh, at that Eastern Cape Cannabis Summit that was held in, I think it was 2018? No, maybe even earlier, 2017. Yeah. And um, I saw Mr. Sotana there and I said, yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking all about this economic development. And then what about stopping to arrest us, you know? Um, and he just sort of poo-pooed me. Um, and I think it's just a case of one bureaucrat still sending out letters about turn on the permit, turn off the permit, turn yeah. on the permit. You can have a permit, you can't have a permit. Thank Here's God. a license for you. Yeah, these same bureaucrats have been sitting writing these same letters for so long. Yeah. So, no permits for hemp. Sorry. Uh -uh. No go. No. <laughs> so that was the CBDNN first broadcast for tonight. Um, grand fail on the hemp permit issue. The grand I do have a lot to think about in terms of, you know, agricultural hemp. They Seriously, do. yeah. They do. They do. And I think that the whole permit thing creates a rush. Mm. It creates a rush mm. of people applying and whatnot. Instead mm. of just saying, okay, here we have a farmer who's got some land and he's got farming knowledge and he's been farming millies or cotton mm. or whatever, canola, whatever. Um, and we can, he can use a, a, a section of his farm to grow some industrial cannabis, you know, yeah. instead of this whole permit permit thing. Yeah, and then we'll just buy it from him and, or get a hub. Yeah. Everybody brings their cannabis to the hub and from there it gets distributed. Yeah. Why not? We can only own it. Let the best grower supply the best product instead yeah. of handing out permits like God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, on a lighter note, as you know, here on the Hot Box Show, we like to balance things out. So we had some activism in Soweto, we had some hemp permit legalization, all sorts of policy nonsense, and now on a lighter note, we have a bit of cannabis culture news for you. We're very, very pleased to welcome in the show tonight our dearest, dearest Fields of Green for All team member Keith, our designer from Merch on Demand, and also Gareth is here from Dem Roots. So if you will. Uh, give us a minute we're just going to swap places and uh, Keith is going to ask Gareth about his brand that we're all very very excited about because Gareth has donated some of the designs on his brand to the Fields of Green for All range but for the intricacies of all of that and big ups for supporting cannabis culture Gareth you know that is really at the end of the day what we're about here at Fields of Green for All is preserving legacy cannabis growers uh, knowing your Dhaka farmer and looking after our cannabis culture that's so close to our heart so I will see you a little bit later and we're going to do a bit of a chair shuffle <laughs> So we're back at the table with Keith and Gareth yeah. from Demerits. Hello Dale. Nice to have you back. Good, yeah. good. How's it going? How are you? Good man. Awesome, good. awesome, awesome. It's, uh, it's nice to find nice you. Nice to be here, definitely. Yeah. So welcome to the Proudly Green Collection. Thank you very much. So stoked to have your designs on our little merch range. Awesome to be a part of it, definitely. Yeah, awesome, definitely. Any little bit to help, eh? Yeah. 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 Can you tell us what sparked the idea for Dem Roots and why you chose to go into weed clothing? Ah, uh, you know, I've been in, oh, well, let's put it this way, I have been in cannabis for, I'm not really in cannabis, but smoky. My first joint was in about 1990, so a couple of years, a good couple of years. How old are you? Um, we'll leave that out of it, eh? Now I'm 44. 44 this year. So yeah, so um, I think when the de-legislation set in, I kind of, um, I kind of, uh, thought there was a need for local clothing, um, made locally, because I find there was a lot of uh, cheap imports from all over the world, and it's not anything that was sort of localized. All that flea market Yeah, shit, flea market yeah. nonsense, yeah. so not localized to South Africa, so yeah. that was brands. the main thing. Yeah, fake brand, there we go. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I started off with uh, just one, one or two wow. designs, put them out, and, and um, yeah, it, it slowly but surely added on things like hoodies, caps, smoking apparel, and yeah, now we, today we, it's, it's become more of a platform for me. To sort of uplift if I can in the community, to help out wherever we can, and yeah, I have fun while we have nice. it. My slogan is basically Ari clothing for Ari people, so happy clothing for happy mm. people. Um, yeah, good, good fun. That's a nice good brand, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice slogan, you know. Yeah, it's good fun, you know, and I, have, I, I love having fun with it. Um, as I said, it's a, it's a nice platform to me, for me to play with, and um, yeah, so we have fun with it. It's, it's the most important thing, is in the times we're in now, I think it's, uh, it's more important to have fun. Do you, ever, do you ever walk around and see people wearing some of your yeah. clothes? Yes, yeah. And you get a pretty yeah. cool feeling. Yeah. feeling yeah. 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 I was at us, went up to me in the store and I said, like, hey, hey, Gareth, uh, how's it really? No clue, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's good to see it. It's, it's slowly but surely it's building. It's one year at a time, one cap at a time. So. Right, right. Yeah. And what's next? Well, I've got a couple more designs coming out. Um, I think I have uh, one or two, maybe more for the for the store, for the merch store as well, for the merchants and um, merch and wine store. Thank you. But um, yeah, there'll be um, a couple more designs coming out. I've got some. Yeah, there's a couple of things going to be happening. I'm going to be expanding on the stores as such, so it won't be just clothing, but I'm going to be bringing in a couple of other sort of ranges, other lines, to sort of diversify a bit. Aren't you doing coffee? We do coffee as well. Awesome. Yes, I bring coffee up as well. So they've got Dacha Dutchess coffee. Okay. And um, yeah, I've actually had that stuff. It's really good. It's really good. Really it's awesome, man. Eh? Yeah. 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 yeah, THC and C and CBD. So it's two separate. We got two separate sachets. Mm -hmm. It was really good. It's, it's it's really good coffee. And then um, yeah, smoking apparel. So I deal with a lot of the guys in the industry. I try to help out in the smaller brands. Whoever's got doing something, if I can, for instance, um, chillums and stuff. I got a mate who does that. Uh, guy from Woodwork. So I, I try and help out wherever I can for the reason and being that. Yes, yeah, because that's, that's the only cool. way you're gonna lift up, uh, lift up the community. Is we all work together. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Starting with them roots. Starting with them roots. Yeah, them yeah. roots. Eh? Slowly, slowly, one shade, one cap at a time. Yeah, that's cool. How many designs do you have? 
Sure, I've got, um, I think about eight or nine at the moment, eh? With the new one that we just put out now, which is this guy over here. Since, since you started? Um, yeah, since you started, yeah. That's cool. And we've got a lot of other stuff coming in. I did one very nice limited edition shirt, which is um, really a very bright one. Um, very short run of that, so, uh, but I've got a couple more coming up. And then, yeah, from there onwards, try and see where we're going to go from here. I want to try and get onto the international markets. Push um, South African brands overseas, and uh, yeah, just um. What's your to... your most popular item? Most popular item. Best seller. Say again. Best seller. Um, caps. caps. I mean the caps. Yeah, I've got really? a good range of caps. Yeah. Nice little range of caps. Uh, mm. Not one or two, but like, oh, five or six of them plus a bucket hat as well. So. They're the best sellers. Um, I find if you go to a market, you go to one of the markets, the t-shirts, that's, they sell best because the guys like the, they actually look at it, feed it, take a look at it, stretch it out. Mm. Uh, that sells best, but yeah, online is more, mostly caps and stuff. And then also the smoking trays, chillers and stuff like that. Oh. Mm. And coffee, of course, lots of coffee. Do you find <laughs> it becomes harder to f come up with new ways to use the weed leaf in design? Because I find that. Yeah. The challenge. And the color green, actually. Yeah, you know, not so much the green. I think the, no. the, the weed leaf thing, you've got to sort of get it unique because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of mm. prints of, of millions. Weed so, yeah, millions. So we sort of just play with it. And uh, between myself and my wife, we sort of we play around with designs. And um, a lot of the designs that have been put out, she's done as well. Okay. A lot of the ladies' designs, she's done it herself. So it's, um, yeah, but it is. You, you've got to sort of play out of the box. You've got to think yeah. really out of the box, mm. and especially when it comes to a weed leaf or something like that. Yeah, every Everybody has it. Yeah. <laughs> Canada, this, Canada. Yeah, you can get it in the green. You yeah, can get it in the way. But it's hard to be fresh if there's so much knowledge of the plant around you. Know? Yeah. yeah. You've got to like pick something that's yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of like new. if you start a business in cannabis, like your logo is decided already. Yeah, like so. It's, it's going to be the leaf. It's, but Google the idea, way, you know? see if it's yeah. been done. Google it first. Yeah. yeah. It's the easiest way to find it. I've even out. seen some really bad leaves. I've seen some bad ones too. Yeah. Yeah, I've done some bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> <Some shifty>. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. You yeah. see them use a the leaf as their logo, but you're like, no, that uh -huh. definitely isn't a healthy plant. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. There are amazing ones, though. Yeah, some good ones. Yeah. Many, many good ones. Some good ones in this room. Yeah, I think it's all about thinking out of the box. You just got to think really out of. You really got to constantly be looking for um, ideas for designs. Um, I'm constantly scrolling through a lot. I look at a lot of the overseas markets and um, see what they're, they're doing over there because I think that we'll eventually get to that point where we'll be on that sort of level as well when it comes to designs yeah. and stuff like that. So, have you um, seen the new roll the cap that came out yeah. with the little like um, little stomper in the peak? little holster there. Like, yeah. I don't see that. I think that's a gimmick. I don't see that little sticky lasting very long. Uh, you know. Sometimes gimmicks work for a little while. They do, yeah. <laughs> On people like me. The add-ons always, always so help. cool, man. I remember having a pair of island-style skate shoes with like this little stash pouch hidden in the tongue. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Age, yeah, I've given away my age too. I'm not 47 though. Eh? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's cool. It's always to, it's, it's it's always rad to come up with a gimmick like that for merch specifically. If if you can custom make. Yeah, you gotta like I said, you gotta stay like ahead of the. You gotta stay sort of. Um, you gotta think out of the box completely. So you, when you bring in our designs now, you should have really, you should be planning two, three designs up ahead already. You should be thinking in seasons. Yeah, so exactly, it's summer yeah. now, so you should really, be planning your yeah, winter range, you got next, year and next year summer range. Yeah, exactly that. You gotta yeah. be. Because the cool thing about being in South Africa is fashion's always a season ahead, so we know what's gonna happen summer yeah, in advance. Yeah. So you already know what just happened in summer up in the north and you can plan accordingly. Mm. But then like you said earlier, yeah, in terms of colors and patterns and textures. Things like embroidery take time, so plan ahead. They yeah. fucking do, bro. Everything takes time, man. Lead times, man. Lead times. You want to eat the market at the right time with the right product. Yeah, totally, man. Yeah, so what about accessories and stuff? Bangs? Um, not really, no, not really bongs and stuff. I do more of the smoking accessories, like personalized chillums. So I get um, three different sizes of chillums, cool. handcrafted chillums. Um, nice wooden trays. I try to keep it natural. I try to keep a very sort of no natural feel to the, the whole thing. Eh? So no you, plastic products. No, I try not to. I'm, that's yeah. another thing I'm trying to do is with the brand. I'm trying to get away from using plastics. So I send all my stuff out with in brown bags. I don't use. I try to get away from plastics completely. 
Um, yeah, it's environmentally friendly shirts, so um, shirts that have, been, have got a less of an impact on the industry or um, environment. Um, I believe strongly in that, very strongly in that, because yeah. it's, if we don't, it's, it's, it's us brands. Yeah, it's a tricky one because cotton sucks for the environment. And we'll have a hemp cotton blended shirt in South Africa. Yeah. We'll be kicking some ass. That would be good. Would be good. Yeah. With, our own own, with our own homegrown hemp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, South African grown. So you've donated some of the income from your range to Fields of Green, right? And what I did was I basically gave you guys the design, so I designed it specifically for yeah. for the store, and then yeah, the proceeds of that, this percentage of the proceeds of that, will go towards Fields of Green, so to support. Yeah. support I want to thank you for that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. And then I want to encourage you to please join the Green Network. I am part and, of the Green Network. When Green your brand does well, you can afford to become an affiliate. <laughs> yes, exactly that. I am part of the Green Network, definitely. Eh? Uh, but yeah, anything to support, and that's the most important thing. Mm. Uh, it's a big fight, it's been a long fight, but um, it's coming. And I think um, it's up to us, the guys in the industry, to, to push it and push it. Oh, push make it. a difference. Uh, make a difference while you can. Yeah, Use your by, platforms. By what you say as well, tell people the truth, you know. Yeah. Use your yeah. platform. You've got a platform. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a really awesome platform that I can use and play with. So. And yeah. I use it and have as much fun with it. Now then we have a second news story tonight, right? For mm -hmm. CBDNN2. And yeah. uh, you can uh, also chat along, Gareth. Uh, we're going to look at a story about Mitch McConnell, who accidentally yeah, a bit more created, of a a bit more of a created an unregulated and, uh, market by accident or by synthetic THC. Not having the right about. knowledge about how to regulate something. But yeah. uh, you're going to tell us more, Dale. Yeah, so American Senator Mitch McConnell had no idea what he was doing in 2018 when he passed the 2018 Farm Bill. Um, this bill provisioned the, the agricultural growth of hemp or cannabis agriculture and, um, and there were some rules. So you couldn't have high THC plants at all. That was a no-no. So here you had fields and fields Federal and fields growing okay. of CBD and that, that kind of hemp, other cannabinoids too. Yeah. Um, but everyone jumped in because everyone wanted a piece of the market. Of the market. Yeah. So of then you find yeah. a place where hundreds and hundreds of acres of land is covered with more or less the same plants, no THC. So I'm assuming now you've got locals that have no THC and they, they can't get high anymore or they're looking for the next fix. But uh, three years after the 2018 bill, they uh, decide some, some guys in the lab were able to convert that CBD that they had been growing all that time the surplus into a synthetic THC using yeah. acids. So from an actual cannabinoid, they made a synthetic one. Right. And that's CBD. Right. From like CBD, spice. they made Delta 8 THCO, I think Th it's called. Yeah, Delta THCO. 8. Yeah, and that they made available in vapes. You can buy it on the unregulated market. Yeah, because it was a legal high. So that spice problem that England it was had, illegal high. it was marketed it as a legal high because they were able to market it that way through the bowl. Okay, because so they, had used, like they had used old. legal plants to do yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and the process that they did was FDA approved. But yeah, with that they didn't know that they okay, could sure. do that. Yeah. Now it's a big problem. Uh, I mean, England has a spice issue, and now it seems the US is catching on to that. So if we don't regulate cannabis the right way in South Africa, we might face similar problems. You mm. know? Yeah. Mm. And that's caused by pushing CBD and holding everything else back. Mm. It causes an imbalance, so people still yeah. want to get high. Mm. And if they find out that they can make synthetic eyes from CBD, CBD. they are going to. That's yeah. what people but are like. How do you convert CBD like into THC? It's quite a rigorous process like using all kinds of acids and salts and chemicals. Mm. It's really not good for us at all. I, do, I don't think no. so, no. Spice, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not regulated. No, it's not. What they use in spice. Similar to Facebook. the other THC, synthetic THC that they use in spice. Yeah. So spice, they just choose like a plant carrier, usually a mint or something like that, that's yeah. actually quite nice to smoke, and then they just spray that on there, <clears throat> and then sell that. So that's what you oh. get when you buy Sounds spice amazing. at a festival. They just add shit. It's basically <laughs> whatever, meals, whatever oh. plant carrier, it can't even be tobacco without you yeah. knowing. Oh. And then oh. they just spray that crap on the Do tobacco, and then you smoke that. Yeah, whatever you it is. Know, yeah. you whatever mixes they decide, because mm. the one spice is this, and the other one is a that, and a this, mm. and a that. Because there's never just one. No. You know, there's like seven. No, but well, generally like spice is more, it's more natural in a way because they're using actual plant mixes. Not always. No, they're only yeah. spraying the synthetic stuff synthetic. on the plant material. No. You're always smoking organic material to yeah. smoke something, but it's what they spray on there is either made in the lab 
or isolated mm. out. Or so, Gareth, would you uh, would you try a synthetic cam no, cannabinoid? Definitely not. Uh, I grab my own. You don't know what lab. Evidence now. I know. I, I grow specifically for the reason being. I want to know what's going into my herb. And 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 the thing is, they'll use their propaganda at the same time. They'll advertise it everywhere. Legal weed. Legal weed. Yeah. Get yeah. your legal weed. Yeah. Just because it's not regulated. Like like regulated. Legal weed. Yeah. Legal weed. Legal weed. Yeah. Not anymore now. Synthetic extracts. Mm. The regulators caught on, right? That was what the story was about. Mm. They've mm. been caught out for this. So mm. It's going to end. We hope. Nope. <laughs> well, uh, it's not a hope that our government. Are people the adding this stuff to actual bud though? And then they selling can. it to yeah. like sort of sometimes yes. sell it as yeah. a more potent, yeah. more potent product. Yeah. 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 Mm. So black you can buy the little spray bottle and lace your own. Do you lace your own? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it all goes back to regulations aren't right. They're trying to restrict us too much by letting go of the wrong things. Yeah. So they cause an imbalance in society and people and come up with this stuff. Pieces. So they so they just let the plant go and this stuff won't happen. If you release the whole plant, then you won't be dealing with all kinds of Exactly. And it spreads much further into the market as well because these extracts are in all kinds of cheap vape carts yeah. you know so that goes the industry because yeah. they're cheap you know someone passes around at a party you're not going to ask them are you sure it's synthetic exactly some people wouldn't care yeah so it can get true. dangerous there that's why we need regulation correct yeah. Guys, people have been saying that Joe's shit or lit videos are quite good lately have and they? i think there's another one tonight eh? have they yes <laughs> <Rave reviews. laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are we going to call Joe up to yep. do the, the shit or lit for us? Are we going to do the shuffle? Are we we're doing a shuffle? shuffle? Yeah, let's do the shuffle. Okay, do I stay? Do I go? Come Joe, come give us another shit or lit. Oh, I had the honour of playing with such a beautiful bomb. Um, let's have a look at the video. Starship Fabergé egg provides the same beautiful function as the famous motherships, but without the need to take out a personal loan. The name Fabergé egg comes from the jeweled and heavily decorated Easter gifts that were sent by artist Peter Carl Fabergé to the Russian Tsars Alexander III and Nicholas II and their families. He created an entire line of eggs between 1885 and 1917. The Fab Egg style of bong takes its name from these Fabergé eggs due to its luxurious nature. This rig has a double filtration system. The first is the shower head percolator, which draws the smoke down to the bottom of the rig to diffuse the smoke into the water. From there, the smoke rises through the Swiss percolator. Named after its resemblance to the delicious cheese, the Swiss poke delivers one-of-a-kind natural filtration. The welded holes of the Swiss poke act as a barrier which forces the smoke and water to move around, generating more bubbles and cooling the smoke. Because of the Swiss poke's unique design, each piece delivers a different smoking experience, depending on the position and number of Swiss holes. This enables smokers to get a different smoke by altering water levels. With a colour accent on the base and lip, this recycler is 5mm thick, just over 24cm tall. It has a 95mm diameter base and a 14mm cone bowl size. Now this comes standard with a bowl, but you can swap the bowl out for a banger and nail if you prefer. This beautiful Starship Fabergé egg is available at 420.co.za. So what do you guys think? Do you want to pass the parcel? I think it's absolutely Feel stunning. It. Look at it. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Now, uh, the, the Mothership Fabergé eggs go for... 74 grand. Yeah. So it's it's double-digit thousands, yes. This is just over a thousand right, from 420. And it's beautiful as it is. And it's got the absolute form and function of the Mothership without all of that extra cost. 
I loved it. It actually works for the smoothness. Okay, and it it's pretty. And it puts in within reach of people with a low budget, right? Yeah, and I That's inhaled good. hard, and there was no splash. I can just stop. Stop. Provides the same beautiful function. I really, really battled to get to get splashback on this. Yeah. Sometimes the bongs you have to bend over the whole thing. And you'd think it would be incredibly difficult to clean, but it's not. No, we cleaned it today and it went very quickly. Yeah, a minute. A little bit of salt, a little bit of acetone, hot water above your ankle. And that's my shit all lit. What do you guys think? It's very nice. Lit? Lit. I think it's more than lit. Lit is very, very, very lit. Remember the meter? Lit is I absolutely love this. I absolutely love this. I'm so glad we've got it. And that's almost a hot box show green on the you uh, know, right? I think so, yeah. You know, they actually make glass blowing look easy, but doing this kind of stuff is very difficult. Yeah, if you do the wrong thing, you'll bend it in the wrong shape. It is, and it's fascinating how you can play with water levels to to adjust like cough levels and taste levels and all sorts of things. It's really freaky. So it comes with instructions. Uh, yeah, well, I googled some instructions and that's what Google told me. I'm impressed. <laughs> me too. <laughs> hey, um, so, we're going to have a look at Instagram now. Oh. Gareth, it's going to be your decision on who gets the prize. Oh, okay. Pressure. Eh? So, no pressure. 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 Ah. What is the surprise? The prize. Yeah. Um, so it's some edibles from Cookie Man Bakery, yeah. and then there's a range of like lucky packet. It's a lucky packet vibe. It, it's things, stuff. A very goodie bag. It's a useful stone and a goodie bag. Can people want tickets to you? I, we will get to that in the calendar. Yes. In the meantime, we're supposed to be having a look at. Oh, look at that. Frosty. That is. From Ganja Planter 420. I love the, the colors bouncing off of each other. Oops, that's also Ganja Planter 420. Well, Two entries by the same person. Did some amazing, amazing things. I must have been stoned. <laughs> Sorry. For a change. Uh. <laughs> okay. So, uh, that's the same two pictures so far. Okay. If you guys are flowering outdoor this time of year, you're going to have some issues soon. Mm. Oh, they're going to try continue flowering. Buds, nice lights in the background, nice color contrast. Eh? Really nice. like that. That's beautiful. Nice and frosty. That is. Oh. Just getting started, yeah. Kind of stoked, SA. Oh! oh. That's oh. Mamakaya one, what is that? It's like a gerbil or something. Shrewel mouse. Cute yeah. overload for wheat. That's so gorgeous! <laughs> yeah, but it's charring the plant probably. I know, I'm oh, sorry plants. Yeah, animals love cannabis. They do. How easy would defoliation be? <laughs> <laughs> Just let that thing around for 10 minutes. True, yeah. Get some roses. <laughs> oh, I'm not so sure. Mm. Difficult decision this week, eh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't let my gasps of It's a very personal thing no, to make a choice like, like that. Because right? <laughs> oh, there's all kinds of things you can consider. Yeah. I've got an idea on the one I like. Okay. Which one? Yeah, it's one of the ganja planter one. The frosty. Mm -hmm. No, the, it's, it's, it's the more the simple plant without... Uh, this one? Yeah. Beautiful. I like, I like the simplicity of it. Eh? Yeah, it really is. The colors are amazing. And the nice as focus well. with the tall shifting. The thing about it when you grow and you get in at that stage, you're like literally looking at the plants. God, now I'll let you back there looking at the plants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's common to overlove them if it's your first time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it looked like a clone too, so I think. Yeah. Finally seeing that growth start yeah, in getting getting your clones. Is so congratulations to the winner. Just DM us your email and cell number on Instagram, please. And then we'll send you something on. Yeah. Our address as well. Yeah, we'll start the communication. Congratulations. Yeah. That really is a beautiful picture. Cool. Really cool. is. Okay, guys, before we run out of time, I just want to let you know about a couple of events that are going on. Yeah, there's some events. Good. Yeah, there's some mm -hmm. events. So Mary Jane's Hacienda. Um, this Friday is Hef's, Hof's house. Hef's, Hef's house. house. 
Hits house. This Galileo mob take each sherbet and Missy Plex are playing. So how are we gonna do this giveaway, Shaw? Because Mary Chance Hacienda has given us two tickets for Friday's yeah. event. We had a little giveaway last week, very quickly well, after very the show, that we didn't even tell message. you about. After the show. Um, should we do it on Instagram again? Yeah, that's We'll do good. the same thing. We did a Instagram thing where we, um, we'll do a post and then you go, you like, you share and you tag three friends or yeah. something Yeah, like we'll that. do the post later tonight after the show, just so keep watching your feed for our post for the competition. So there's four tickets up for, up for grabs. We've got two for Hef's house on Friday night and we've got two for The Loft. Uh, this is featuring Michael Dangerous, uh, Off The Meds, Mob Tech, Ethan's Web, the people, names. talented, talented, amazing people. Music, Dr. fun, Ooze. laughter, Ganja. the vibe at Mary Jane's Hacienda is absolutely amazing. I, I really do love it. And I need it's to a lovely name more. for a club. Oh, the owner is amazing too. He's super friendly, super welcoming. He's a great host. And our winner from last week had a great time there, right? They did. They absolutely we did. We were that organized that we managed to run a surprise competition on ourselves and still get the winner their tickets in time for the event, which was so exciting. Cool. All in half a day. Okay, and then the next event I'm going to talk about is not this weekend. It's actually coming up in November, but it's something that I think we should keep an eye out for. So on the 13th of November, Women of Weed will be celebrating their one year of hosting events and we are like we just really like to send congratulations to the Green Hobbit on get, keeping this going because it's hard to get stuff going yeah. in KwaZulu it's difficult to get people out of their houses or off the beach um, events just are hard to they don't seem yeah, to get momentum at the coast and Louise has pushed and pushed and stuck it out and stuck it out and people have told her you're gonna fail it's useless don't even bother and she bothered and she's not failing and we're really proud of you Lou mm, things so, are happening cool, and there's cool. a guest speaker uh, Naveen Singh who's an old Fields of Green supporter Ajay. he has been a We've Fields of Green years. supporter for years and years and years so he's going to be speaking uh, he is going to be probably speaking about uh, Dhaka private clubs um, there's also Dr. Laura Walkton Davis. There's uh, Dane Ketgate uh, will also be speaking. There's limited uh, seats available. The venue is in um, Boaters Hill. It's the Brown Cat Cafe. So please book in advance. You can find all the details on Facebook for both all of those events. Mary Jane's Hacienda is on Facebook and they're on Instagram. Go and check it out. And please let me know if you've got events because. Like, I go reaching when I've got time, but sometimes I run out of time. So if you send it to me, Joe, at fieldsofgreenforall.co.za, I will put it here. Thank you. Also, shout out, actually, to the restaurant we had lunch at today, because it was an amazing, amazing vibe. Yeah, what was it called? Roots? No, it was called uh, Native Rebels. Native Rebel, Rebels in Soweto. Yes. The food was amazing, the vibe was amazing, the host yeah, the food was, was really spectacular. Good um, he really he tended to us every second. It, it was amazing. It was, yeah, like it was completely funny and at entertaining. Home. Yeah, yeah. So if you're ever in Soweto, Native Rebels, check it out. Mm. Food is divine and uh, really well priced. Yeah, and today I had some medibles in Soweto and they were strong. You got your ass by a smoothie, bro. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> okay, and on that note, I think it's time that we wind up. Dale, do you have anything Zool, you want to poll say? Poll results. Oh, poll results, poll results. Oh, yeah, before we uh, say goodbye. Poll results. So we asked you guys if you would use synthetic cannabinoids. It was a... Uh, there were three contenders, but there was one very clear winner in this. Uh, if synthetic THC was really available, would you buy it? 100% of the people answered no. Thank you for using logic yes, and your good critical thinking um, skills because yeah, that stuff yeah. is very, very dangerous and has caused... Those are some wise weed supporters, but I think, um, generally speaking, it's something that people are going to try. It's just the way people are. They're going to want to try it. And it's, people naturally rebel. try and prevent spice yeah. from happening in South Africa. Just if somebody offers it to you, just be very, very mindful that it, it's, it can cause some very serious... Um, Side effects Spice and long-term side effects. Misregulation, yeah? because it's fucking random chemicals. It's nothing that's grown out of the earth. If the joint tastes funny, say no. Yeah. 
It's shiny. Nighty. <laughs> Somebody grow your own, eh? Yeah, no, that's it. Then you're young. sure what goes in there. Yeah. Thank you so much for um, sharing your time with us this evening. Dale, do you have something that you want to No, you're right. Gareth, do you have anything you want I'm good, eh? Thank you for having me. You're it's an absolute pleasure. Shaul, do you have anything you want to uh, Light one up for Jules, please. And I'm going to ask you if you could please uh, stay safe and choose happy. And full of See you next week.